are listening to the Freeform Rock Podcast with Mark Alden Taylor. All right. All right. Welcome to the Free Form The Free Vodka Whiskey Podcast. The the the, the, the uh, free pod free pod podcast free pod pot weed uh, marijuana pe- uh, pod as in green <laughs> peas or ultimate peas spinach put the the pot away <laughs> the hey, ultimate yeah all right we're, see we're kind of free forming a little too much here yeah I we don't we, maybe we, not we don't have a no, script yeah. today man so we're actually free forming it we're not reviewing a fucking album this right now this is just gonna be a freaking podcast i'm just gonna put up i don't give a shit i'm not good at doing free form don't you know that oh my god you could do the lip rap <laughs> <laughs> I am great at doing freeform spitui clue on you, spit-tui. on whoever, you know. <laughs> well, we're going to give you the history of Lee Gershman. <laughs> oh, <laughs> shit. Nobody, not even me, wants to know that. Well, it all started with him and his mom and dad got together. <laughs> um, and the rest but is then, history. But, but then later, daddy said, um... You really didn't do right. Nurse, where's the instruction manual? <laughs> can I get a can 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 I get a um um refund? Damn it, this one's a lemon. Look Damn at it. how he's sucking his lips together like that. Well the hospital should have had a freaking uh uh guarantee like toad of orange out here in California where they go, Well, you won't get a lemon. I wouldn't have got a lemon. From Toad of Orange. <laughs> that would have been cool. I would have been wiggling my legs and saying, Mommy, remember that song? Da, 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 lemon, 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 da, 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 orange, 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 orange. Yeah, you're going, Dad, you sque- uh, Mom squeezed your lemon and I came out. <laughs> In fact, actually, I, I had um, joked with my mom and said, Maybe you and I could sometime take a picture of the apartment where you were in, where you were with all those guys, and it ended up being, you know, um, the result was me. And she went, yeah, we'd have to be in the parking lot in a car, because that's where I did it, in a car. Oh, <laughs> oh no wonder that's why you're so weird. <laughs> uh, it's It's... Believe me, if if you admit any of my other biological family members, you would have thought I was normal, and you would have been frightened out of your you-know-what. Oh, my God. So, uh... We're not. We don't have any groups planned today. We're just gonna play music and fucking. We're gonna be like Bushy yeah. in the Mountain Man. We're just gonna play whatever the fuck we want, you know. But I, yeah. But this isn't even planned. We don't have songs written down. I'm just gonna sit here with a pen and say, Lee, what the fuck do you want to play? But but before then, I don't know what the fuck I want to play. So I'm gonna fucking. Oh. Hey, I, I, um, what's going? I, I think I think. 
I, going. Yeah. I think the movers in August stole a crate of vinyl for me. I because I, I alphabetized my vinyl yesterday, and I'm missing oh. freaking Ario Speedwagon Nine Lives and YNT Contagious and Mister Mister Welcome to the Real World. I know I had those unless I was drunk well, when I thought about them. I, I feel them. bad for you for for no longer having the Mister Mister, but the other two, um, good riddance. You don't like Ario Speedwagon Nine Lives? Ew. Ew, they, you don't like Back on the Road again? The only song they play from that album now? Uh, <laughs> one album, one song, too many. Uh, oh, fuck. <laughs> I already know a song I'm going to play, man. Oh, shit. <laughs> I'm going to play it, drop Willie it. Willie Nelson, Back on the Road again. I can't wait to be back on the road again. Making music with my friends. I can't wait to be back on the road again. Da, 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 on the road again. Uh -huh. <laughs> yeah, man. Let's go light up a joint and get Willie. <laughs> 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 or we could play with our Willies and think Willie's here. <laughs> oh. I heard he doesn't smoke anymore, though, but that's, that's sad. Um, oh. Because his health is lung problem. But you know what? Yeah. I'm going to play a live version of R.L. Speedwagon's Back on the Road again just to piss you off, Lee. Oh, God. I know you'll play some shit that'll piss me off, so I'm going to piss you off I, first. I, 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 okay, well, I, I found... I, well, all of, there's hundreds of songs I can think of that'll piss you off. All right, so here's R.L. Speedwagon live with Bruce Hall on lead vocals Back on the Road Again by R.L. Speedwagon.
shirt was half off. I know, I know. That was great. I paid for calling down. I'm the second. Yes. I'm the second. And then right down the last two. That was RS Speedwagon back on the road again. Lee already says it sucks and we don't fucking care. We're not reviewing it. We're just playing music. <laughs> yeah, well, that was my review. And it was painful to even talk. Your review is like Roth talking about Sammy Hagar. <laughs> um, even even Sammy Pancake is better than that. Yeah. So, <laughs> whoa. It was so bad it made him fucking have a... <laughs> so you only like Aria Speedwagon up until Nine Lives, and everything else is crap. Um, no, up until riding the storm out. Oh wow, you don't even like the the Aria album with Keep Pushing On, and oh, you can tune a piano, but you like, can't tune a f fish. That's that's like, do you ever go into the ninety nine cent store and see? cheese that isn't made with real milk but it's made with just some sort of oil so it's called cheese food yeah yeah do you sometimes get that because you like it as much as a real block of cheddar no I'm gonna... that's how it's like with Ario speedwagon you either have the real cheese or you have the yucky crap well, I freaking I always get Sargento or Tim Tim Tillamook. I get the real oh. cheese. Oh, so it's still it's it's actually well made. It's not gourmet, but it's 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 at least you're getting riding the storm out. But you have to you have to convert to R-E-O-T-W-O. T-W-O. <laughs> That's the album, the second album. That's what it's called, R-E-O-2. Yeah, we and did a review on that. The... Really? Yeah. You just, Man. You just, we just <laughs> talked about this on Friday. You already forgot. Uh, don't, don't, don't rely on me to remember anything. Damn. But, oh... Oh, wait a minute. We, we reviewed an REO album. Which one was it again? REO 2. Oh, thank you. I always remember stuff. And yeah, that's one of the best songs reminder. of all, all time. Golden <laughs> Country, man. Gary Rishrock. Roots on that uh, that's, that's That's not one of my favorites. <gasps> but 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 I, I like um, um, the, the last song on side one. Like, stay, like, I forget the name. Something... Being kind can hurt someone sometimes. Oh, that's a or, great song, too. That's my favorite. That's a great song. And those fuckers kicked out Kevin after that yeah. album, too. And they fucking got a shitty singer in. Fuck those guys. Yeah. Yeah, screw Gary Retrath. I love Gary Kevin Cronin's best. Kevin Cronin's Even best. Even though I don't like Ken and Cro Kevin Cronin now. But back in the day, I loved him. But he, I'm, I'm going back and forth here. Does Cronin crow too much? <laughs> oh, Actually, if I if I were to see him in a meet and greet, I, I would tell him how much I love his music. 
even though I don't really love it, but I really do love his music, even though I don't really love it. But I would still tell him how much I loved it because it's good. Well, just remember, Lee, you could break in into song at any time and tell me what song you want me to play for the fans to hear. You know, uh, even, I'll play Ultimate Spinach. Yeah. Um, that will be a little tiny bit later. <laughs> why, 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 why don't we um, do a song by Pentangle called "Hear My Call"? I'll give you the link to it. Pen. Pentangle. P e n t a n g l e. That's what I was saying. Pen tangle. Yeah. Uh, what, what's the song? Hear my call. Hear my call. So I don't know what the fuck this sounds like, but Lee likes it, so you should like it, or he'll get angry. Yeah. Yeah, so here's Pentangle, Hear My Call, in the Free Form Rock Podcast. Yeah, baby, we're free today, and we're forming it.
That was Pentangle. Hear my the call? Yeah. Yeah. I put hear my here. I've been drinking some whiskey, so Well, if it came out it, if they have a song Hear My Here, I'd be into it. <laughs> I'd be into it. I want to talk about Ultimate Spinach, man, because I went listening to You don't to want it. to talk about the Sticks album Scrubbing Tiles. Scrubbing One tiles. of their most overrated albums. What, were they scrubbing tiles? Does that mean they're like uh, like getting into the pussy and going, I want to scrub that pussy? <laughs> uh, I, I, that, that, that's what the, the critics said. They were... And they, they, they said we cannot deny or confirm anything. Interview over. Uh, hey, Lee, I never asked you, what kind of movies do you like, man? You never tell me if you watch movies. Oh. You always talk about music. You never talk about movies. Oh, well, I, I um, haven't seen a hell of a lot of recent movies that I like, but in the theater, I saw Spinal Tap. Oh. That was a good movie, and I saw Pink Floyd's The Wall. In fact, I had my dad watch it for with me on my birthday. I said, the birthday present you can give me is to sit there and watch that movie. And he said it was depressing and humorless, but he said, but I'm watching it for you because it's your birthday. And I went, thank you, because that was the only reason why he would watch it. But I thought it was was great. Yeah. And man. I liked 10 with Bo Derek. Oh, I remember everybody, that movie, more. Everybody, that, that's a, Yeah. Uh, freaking Dudley Moore was amazing, man. Arthur. It was hilarious. Oh my god, Bo Derek was hot. She was even hot in her later years when she was in Wayne's World as the yeah. evil mom, man. That was fucking awesome. Yeah, and um, and I also like there's something about Mary. That's uh, a fantastically hilarious movie. Yeah, the best line in that movie, because I'm a 49er fan, and Mary was a 49er fan, it's like, I can't date Brett Favre. I'm a 49er fan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love that, that shit. That actually almost made me have tears to think <laughs> about that. But Reckless was a great movie. That was with Aiden Quinn and Daryl Hannah. Oh, I remember I love that movie. And I also liked um, Splash. I love Hannah. Yeah, you know, you know what? I, I, I'm sorry, Lee, but this kind of reminds me of you. But John Candy throwing change on the ground so he could look up dresses. Um, <laughs> I have to, I have to tell you something. Yeah. Um, this is kind of a little bit perverted, but I was about six or seven, so I guess I'm allowed to be perverted at that age. I, I there was some teachers that had these big coats and dresses and I, I actually would go under their coat uh, and, and then stand there and then they'd freak out Whoa! and then, then there was like a teacher I I, um, I hadn't seen her in quite a while but I, I just thought I'll do a reunion when, when she was there again I went under the coat again and she was all freaked out but I, I, I was nutty. You were, and you still are. <laughs> <laughs> but at least I don't go under the coats anymore because yeah. 
I'm too tall. You just need to get that hair under control and get a stylist and learn and dress nice for the women you like to see dress nice. You should dress nice for yeah. them also. Yeah, that's 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 the truth. I'm I'm like Shrek. <laughs> I'm like I'm like like a woolly mammoth. All you have to do is hose him down, but then give him a nice tuxedo and a um bubble bath and he'll be good. Did you like Fiona before she became an ogre or after she became an ogre? I I have no idea. Uh, she became an ogre. She got big and fat with with bigger boobs, though. So I was like, "Yeah, baby." Um, Fiona, who Shrek's wife? She was a princess, I, and then she turned into I an ogre. I never really saw the movie. I just saw him. Oh yeah, Fiona, uh, the girl from Something About Mary. You know, she did the voice of Fiona. Oh, okay. I Cameron maybe, Diaz. May, yeah, yeah. May, maybe I saw a little bit of it. Yeah, I, I, I would say a lot of people like um, big, big women. And so what they do is they tell potential girlfriends, Honey, I want you big because you need to store up fat for the winner. So then that way, <laughs> when we live, um, when, when there's an ice storm... You don't have to eat as much because you can burn the fat calories. But in the summertime, I have to feed you with tons of steak and Velveeta and Pillsbury Doughboy stuff and Stouffer's turkey dinners. And honey, if you ever get slim, I'll divorce you. But as long as you stay as big as my bed, I don't need to sleep anywhere else, honey. Do you know there's medium women that aren't that fat and they're really pretty? It's like, this is my rule. I don't mean to sound sexist. If your stomach is bigger than your boobs, you need to lose some weight. Okay. If your stomach is bigger than your boobs, there's something wrong. You know, you're eating too much and you need to get healthy for your health. And uh, my um, wife is freaking gorgeous, man. She, she has the best looking face. Great, yeah, great boobs. Sorry, honey, if you're listening to this, but I love your boobs. You know that. In truth, <laughs> I mean, as 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 you know, sometimes I'm when I'm drinking and I'm just mouthing off. I I say stuff that just keeps going on. But in truth, there was like a party that I went to. Um, I, I won't get into details except to say it was like a Halloween party with poetry but there was this one lady she was extremely you know big overweight but mm -hmm. she tucked in her shirts and so i i did handshake pictures with her and i liked her and then the next year when i went she was still quite overweight but she wore tucked in shirts but i asked her if she would do the pictures again and she seemed ah uh, uh-uh but but it was like maybe she thought I'm like a, a pervy or I don't know what the hell it was. But it was like, you know, um, she was attractive. And there's other women who are slim, but they don't dress well. And I don't like them. I mean, I'm not saying the shirts are the only thing. There's a lot of things to a person. But if someone is sexy they're sexy 
And for whatever reason, if you like them, you like them. That's true, man. My wife is sexy as hell, and uh, she wants to get fit, and I'm okay with it, you know. But I tell her, you know what? Don't go crazy. And I said, you're still beautiful. I said, but do it for your health, you know? Yeah, and me, I mean, uh, the one thing that gets me kind of bothered a little bit is when some people say I'm slim. Because without my shirt on, when I look in the mirror, I still look like, when's the baby coming out? Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm slimmer than before because without getting into too much detail, I had to have surgery for something which helped but um it's like um so so i'm slimmer than i had been it wasn't fat surgery it was something else but it was just it it was something that needed to be done and but but now um i'm i'm still i'm still not at the point where i feel I'm at my best. You know, I, I've seen pictures of you a couple of years ago. You've lost yeah. a lot of weight, dude. You're looking yeah. pretty good. You just got the freaking Einstein hair that you need to comb down sometimes. And those videos you sh show me. <laughs> yeah. I, I love the dude, songs. Dude. I love the lyrics, man. And and your voice is 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 unique. You know, it's not bad. Yeah, yeah. You could at least yeah, hold yeah. a tone. I can't hold a tone. I'm like, um, you know. Well, even though I'm not... Well, I'll put it to you like this. I'm I'm no real, real good singer, but in a few songs like Jumpy Girl or or if I really, really work at it, like a song like Playing Around, I can hold a tune, but it takes me about 20 or so minutes of practice to get it going. Hey, did you see that thing of Rafiera, our brother, uh, doing Karma Camellia? Karma Chameleon. I thought that was cool. It was pretty good. I was like, fuck. <laughs> I tried to do freaking uh, the cars moving in stereo. And I was like, life is insane. Moving in stereo. Um, I sounded like shit. Glad nobody recorded that. That doesn't sound, that doesn't sound like shit what you just did. Well, I, I think I it was loud in there and I couldn't hear myself sing, so I was probably like, I just Well, um with me it would be like No arms can ever hold you like these arms of mine. That's the closest to being in tune that I can be. <sighs> Cause you're getting in tune, you're right in tune. <laughs> oh boy! Hey man, you know what? Sometimes I do. I I feel like I'm the invisible man of the podcast world. You know that uh, nobody fucking gives a shit about us. But you know what? Then sometimes I go fuck them. But you know what? I want to play a song by Queen called Invisible Man. That's why I'm fucking getting into this. So I'm going to segue into, here's Queen, the Invisible Man, off their album, The Miracle. I know a lot of people don't like that album, but you know what? Fuck off. I like it. Here's Invisible Man by Queen. I'm the Invisible Man. I'm the Invisible Man. Incredible how you can.
I was Invisible Man by Queen. You know, do, sometimes do you feel like you're invisible, Lee? Um, depends on the visions of your reality. Hmm, that was deep, man. Yeah, in fact, that's a deep song by Ultimate Spinach that you might <laughs> want to play. <laughs> what is it visions called? Of your, visions of your reality. Ultimate Spinach. Okay, I'm going to play that right now, man. I didn't think you'd come up with this song that quick. Visions of your reality? Yeah. Visions of your reality. I just heard the first five minutes of that one song I sent you. <laughs> tagged you guys in, so it might be better. It kind of sounded like Pink Floyd a little bit, or more acid -y. 
So, uh, <laughs> which song? Uh, the first song I sent you, I don't know what it was. I don't remember. Oh, 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 oh. What, what, I, I thought it was the whole album. Oh, yeah, I sent the whole album, but the first song is the only one I heard. <laughs> oh. uh, I need to listen to it. So, here's Visions of Your Reality by yeah. Ultimate Spinach by Lee Gershman, no, by Ultimate Spinach on the Freeform Rock Podcast. Stars have gone 
That was some ultimate spinach, man. Oh. We watched Popeye the Sailor, man. Yeah. We go, fuck oh. that. Spinach looks so oh. ultimate, man. We're ultimate oh. spinach. Yeah. Oh. That's actually how the guy almost thought of the name. I can't, I can't. Remember? <laughs> what? The reason why I'm pausing when I'm talking is because I have spit or I have air in my throat. And I have to either burp or swallow. So it's not because I'm hesitating in what I'm saying. Right now my throat's clear, so that's why I'm talking more smoothly. But when I'm like this, saying that, it's only because of my throat. Just to let people know. I don't like my throat and the way that I sometimes can't keep talking. Because otherwise I can talk like this if I really wanted to. I can talk really fast and it's going to be really good and I can do freeform and I can do all that. But if my throat's like that, then I cannot do it as much. You know what I mean? Yeah, then you sound like Spock. Why? Spock! Spock! <laughs> oh, Spick and Spock. Captain Kirk. Yeah, yeah, that's... I'm Captain Kook. And I use Spick and Spock on my walls. Spick and Spock my Spock. <laughs> somebody somebody needs to suck on my Spock. <laughs> oh. Um, okay. <laughs> okay. Oh, well, that was funny, dude. Yeah, fuck. Oh, and uh, since we're talking about Star Trek. Okay. Have you, do you like Star Trek? Um, almost no. Uh, I was going to ask you, who do you think the best captain is? Freaking Picard or, or Captain Kirk? Uh, I do... 
like William Shatner a little bit. Yeah, remember him in the Twilight Zone where he was like looking at the uh, the gremlin on the plane. There's something out on the plane. Um, I I I saw only a few episodes of of the Twilight Zone. I was more into the Outer Limits, and uh, I like both Ultraman. of them are good though. Dude. Remember Ultraman? Yeah, but Twilight and 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 and, and 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 the Outer Limits. Yeah, dude, Irwin uh, Irwin Allen yeah. was a genius, man. Yeah. Uh, fucking, but uh, uh, Rod Serling, man, Alter Limits. Uh, no, no, Twilight Zone yeah, and yeah. Night Gallery, dude. Come on. I liked some of Night Gallery, but there was one episode of Twilight Zone where everybody was um, having to have happy thoughts and never get into bad thoughts because there's a little boy, Billy. Billy Mummy. And, um, huh, maybe, but. I don't like you. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, you, you saw that. Yeah, of course yeah. I see that. Dude, I love it. Oh, yeah. I, that, so that that was a cool episode. Yeah, dude. And, and, and you know they brought that back for Twilight Zone, the movie. Uh, the, the, same, uh. the same thing with the, the gremlin on the plane where John Lithgow says there's something out on the plane. They like, they, they uh. redid that. And Dan Ackward in the beginning, you want to see something scary? Uh. And they're listening to Credence Clearwater. Uh. Let the midnight special shine yeah. a light on me. Let the Do you know of the group Barnes and Barnes? Fish heads, fish heads. Do you Rolly know who Polly, they are? Fish, Billy Mummy. You know. Okay, maybe I told you or maybe you already know. Ah, uh, dude, we should play fish heads now, man. Sure. Let's play Fish Heads by Barnes and Barnes, man. There's there's a long episode, of, uh, there, there's a long video of it with a weird synth in the beginning. If you could find that, that would be good to play. Maybe I'll find it, man. Because I love that song. Yep. Dr. Demento was king when I was a kid, man. Yeah. Uh, you don't like Dr. Demento? Hey, you, um, you, know, you don't uh, know King His name King was Barry Hansen. His name was Barry Hansen, uh -huh. and if, if if you hear the John Fahey album, The Yellow Princess, he's credited as producer. John Fahey, The Yellow Princess, he's credited as producer. His name's Barry Hansen. Barry Hansen. Listen uh, to John Fahey, The Yellow Princess. Listen to John Fahey, The Yellow Princess. You'll be sending me the links, I'm, for sh I'm sure of it. Uh, uh, yeah, okay. Let's get into some Dr. Domenowitz shit. And, but not Weird Al. Let's get into Barnes and Barnes and Fish Heads. Rolly Pulley Fish Heads, but it's just called Fish Heads on the Freeform Rock Podcast.
laughing happy fish heads in the evening, floating in the soup. That was fish heads. Danger, danger. Will Robinson. <laughs> um. All right. Since I mentioned John Fahey, uh huh. Um. Why don't we um. Pick. Um. If you can find the song, "The Yellow Princess," by John Fahey. Um. I'm sure. That will be my next pick. Okay. Princess, I got it written down. So if, here's, if, if, I'll, if, if, I'll find it. I will search high and low for it. All right, all right. If not, then there'll I be another will song. give you. I I will give you leaks, but all right. But I'm sure that it's there. So here's John Fahey, Yellow Princess, on the Free Freeform Rock Podcast.
That was John Fahey, Yellow Princess. I haven't heard it, so I don't know what to say about it. Uh, You'll probably get really pissed at me about it. Hey, who cares? Hey, well, we played Fish Heads. What other podcasts will play Fish Heads? Fuck! (laughs) Hey, man, and Fish Heads and Yellow Princess in a row? I know. You know, that's what I respect about you. I, I can't always say that I agree with your musical choices. Sometimes I think your choices are like cat food, but but you you are at least willing to try stuff that's different. I I, I like listening to new stuff. I like listening to old stuff. I like finding stuff I didn't hear. It's just how that's I how I am. Yeah, but I'm not. I seriously, you know, you like, am, you like a lot of hippy dippy. You like a lot of hippy dippy shit, and maybe I should give Fairpoint Fairpoint Convention. Um, maybe I'll listen to another album by them because I do like the Battle of Evermore, and I thought she sounded awesome on that. Song. I thought that she sounded more like a guy on that album. I yeah, don't know why. For some it, it reason, did. I thought that was Ann Wilson because it sounds like Ann Wilson. I just don't like that song, but. She did a solo album, which might be up your alley. There's some songs that are kind of like English blues rock that sounded a little bit Zeppelinish, a little bit. And um, I, I guess it's because um, certain vocal tones remind you of the fifth dimension. So regardless of what the song sounds like, you still look at the singer I don't know if that's true, but it but it might be like if if it's a song like "Living After Midnight" by Juice Priest, yeah. But they had a fifth dimension vocal. You might not like it only because of the vocal. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. The vocals are just it's just so of oh. the time. And it it just reminds me. You ever seen that movie with Cheech and um, what's his name, Eric, Eric something, uh, Eric? Fuck, he was in the Pope Gurnitz Village with that dude who has a crappy. Look. Eric Roberts. Eric Roberts. It was like a hippie movie where they were all hippie, huh. hippies in the sixties. They put Cheech What's on. That? Coca-Cola Kid? I don't know, but... No, let me look it up, man, because the fans are going to want to know, and I'm being stupid. Let's see. Oh, Eric you know Roberts. more than I do. It was a good movie, though. It was freaking... Uh, What's-her-name from Airplane was in it, too. Um, um Okay, yeah. Woman from Airplane. Yeah, you know, the main girl in Airplane. Yeah, oh, um... Um... The the one who not got it like the girlfriend of Robert Hay. Yeah, Robert Hay is here. Let me see. The movie's called Rude Awakening, man. I never saw it. Yeah, it's fucking hilarious. It said in the sixties, two hippies go off into the jungle to evade the FBI. When they come back to New York in the nineteen eighties, their fellow hippie friends have become rich yuppies. Which always fucking happened, right? All the fucking rich fucking flower kids became rich fucking bankers and shit. That's why I don't like fucking hippie music, because they're all... It was Julie Haggerty. Oh, okay. I, I kind of remember the name. Yeah, Julie Haggerty. Remember? Was she blonde? 
No, she's brunette. She's the one blowing up the freaking oh. auto in. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Okay, I I I got her mistaken with someone from Eight Is Enough. Robert Carradine was in it. Buck Henry, you know Buck Henry? Eh, yeah. Uh, Cindy Williams from uh, Laverne oh, yeah, and Shirley. Oh yeah, yeah of course, man. of course. That was a fucking funny ass movie. It's like they come back, they're all hippies. In the movie, it shows the government giving Cheech free acid to see if he could read minds. <laughs> ha! That's kind of true, right? Didn't they do that? Didn't they give people in the 60s free acid because they thought it would help them? Actually, when I was in the 60s, I was only a little kid. All we did was they smoked some dope a little bit, got some wine and drank, and just listened to music. And we were listening to... The Beatles and the Rolling Stones and Jimi Hendrix and Ten Years After and stuff like that. Yeah, I like Ten Years After. I have one vinyl by them. I can't remember the name of it though. But yeah, um, I put them their, under ten under T. Their best album, in my opinion, was Undead. I haven't heard that one. That that one was a live album that they did in a club called Kook's Clique and supposedly it was so small of a club that they couldn't put the recording gear in it but the studios Decca or Derham Studios was so close to it they just had the recording machine in Derham Studios and they uh, put the wire and the microphones out of the window and and then put them in the club. So then they recorded it from the from the studio, uh, but but they but but the microphones were hung out of the window. But that's how they did it, and they did albums like that. That's cool, man. I yeah. remember hearing about like they had drum rooms where they put the drums way away from everybody just to get that freaking sound. You know, yeah, that's fucking cool. They don't. I don't think they do that shit anymore. They just fucking use Pro Tools and just get shit yeah. going, man. There's fucking... there's one album. I I I'm trying to figure out the group because I I still am not sure what group it was, but on their liner notes it said to do this album, all of the band members played in a different room, so they couldn't hear what anybody else was doing. <laughs> and I thought, wow, that must be really crazy. Dang, do you want to play that 10 years after live song? Is it on YouTube? Um, why don't you do, um, um, Are You Cool With Drum Solos too? Yeah, I love drum solos. I'm a yeah, Neil um, Peart fan. Come on, man. All right, then, um, there's, there's a medley of Summertime and a song called Shantung cabbage that um you can put for ten years after. Okay, you, you put need ten to send years me the after link. summertime. Okay, okay. Summertime, I'll just put summertime right now. And then and then yeah, and then and then put a slash and put C H A N T U N G. C H I'll just put you just send me the link, man. Or, or so, just put cabbage. Why don't you just be, I'm saying you introduce this song then because I don't know the whole name of it. Introduce it. Uh, it's ten years after. It's a medley. It's summertime and Shantung Cabbage, which is a drum solo.
on the Freeform Rock Podcast. Hey, we'd like to feature our young, handsome, tall, dark drummer now, Mr. Rick Lee from Stoke Newington. Uh, a number called Summertime.
Ray on drums. Thank you. Thank you for your appreciation. We'd like to thank you for coming along and joining in the spirit of the fun. You may all consider yourself recording artists of the night. Alright, that was 10 years after, man. That's probably going to be bitching when I listen to it when I put it together. I like that, yeah. man. You know, I, I'm going to tell you, when I used to go, I yeah, I was crazy. I used to go counseling because I threw, try to throw a freaking water thing at my mom. You know, the water, the sparklets water hole container with the water bottle, five gallon water bottle in it. I tried to pick uh, it up okay. and throw it at my mom. Oh. So I went to after school counseling and I remember we used to have music time. And this guy oh. brought a, this guy brought the ten years after if you know if I want to change the world or whatever. Yeah, that that's from a later album. Yeah, I fucking shit on that. I didn't like it, but now I love it. Oh. <laughs> I was young and dumb and fooled. Yeah, I didn't have come. No, actually, um, um, that's it's an okay song, not their best. I have that on that album. I like that album. That's all. yeah. I uh, can't remember it, but I remember shitting on that. And then years later, I go, I wish I could find that dude and say, dude, that rocked. You know? <laughs> yeah, I remember in school, there was stuff like, there was an album with a really cool record uh, cover. And, and, and in school, in fourth grade, the... The kids would listen to it on the headphones, and I was like, "Damn, that's cool! I want to hear it." Later, I realized I had the album. It was "Bayou Country" by Queen's Clearwater Revival. That's a great album. That's the album. It's the only uh, one I have on vinyl. Wow! Yeah, I love that album. I love. It's uh, just weird how John Fogerty could freaking sing like he's from New Orleans and he's from San Francisco. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck, I love John Fogarty, man. I'm so happy you're going to get to see Steve Winwood, man. That's a dream of mine to see Steve. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, um, yeah, it's, it's, I, I waited about a month because I, I wanted to save my money, but it's, it's not going to be close, but that's, I, I don't need to meet him. I just need to see him. Yeah, and I, I have two traffic albums and I have, uh, uh, his solo album, uh, the one that got me into to Steve Winwood was uh, uh, back in the high life with freaking that, not the oh. freaking not the freaking song Higher Love, it was the song Freedom Overspill on that album with freaking Joe Walsh playing the slide. Oh, okay. Fuck, that's a great song, man. I'm not yeah, gonna play um, it. I'd rather play a traffic song. Fucking pick a traffic song, man. Me pick a traffic song. Pick a traffic how, song. How about um. 40,000 headmen. 40,000 headmen. <coughs> cool, man. I love traffic. I have the album John Barrycomb Must Die and another one I can't remember. Fuck that me. one's a cool album. I love traffic, dude. I love Steve Winwood. I liked him in the Spencer Davis group with Give Me Some Lovin'. Man, you know about that stuff. Damn. Yeah. I, I, I'm, 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 I'm surprised. Dude, he was like 16 when he sang that, and he sounded like he was 30. Fucking yeah, man. I was, I was 16 when I heard, when 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 it came out, and I looked like I was 30. 
Yeah, so here's traffic. 40,000 headmen? Headmen. Headmen. M-E-N. Yeah, men on the Freeform Rock Podcast. That was Traffic 40,000 Headmen. Oh, man. I love Steve Winwood, dude. He's like, he's so awesome. I, I'm I not going to remember all of the tunes that I mentioned to you, so you'll have to. I wrote them down, man. No, you'll have to. You'll have to text me or something. I wrote them down. I want to play a Cheap Trick song, man, but fuck, I'm trying to. I like the 97 Cheap Trick album. 
the the one like I ain't gonna do the do the no more da 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 you ain't gonna da 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 no more da 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 you know what I mean? Are you just saying that they all sound the same? No, no, I'm I'm talking about a certain song. Is it the one with the drums and the black and white cover? Yeah, and the guitar and the like five head guitar. Yeah, yeah. Let me see, man. Let me. I got the track listing right here. Uh, I fucking love, um, <laughs> fuck, I don't remember. I like it, the song Anytime, the one that starts off, boom, with the okay. freaking drums and shit. Let's yeah. play Anytime by Cheap Trick, man, because, you know, yeah. Cheap Trick needs more love. You know, they're playing the Pacific Amphitheater here in the summer. Cool. And they're headlining, dude. Uh, and their tickets are only thirty wow. bucks. I need to get fucking tickets for that shit. I've I've seen them headline once, and they're fucking awesome. I don't like watching them open because they don't do the songs I want to hear when they open. They they don't have much time, uh -huh. you know. Oh, oh. I want to hear "Gonna Raise Hell." <laughs> <laughs> I hear you. I love that song. So they here, did a good live version of that. Yeah, man, that song's awesome. Now I want to play Gonna Raise Hell, but fuck, I'm going to play Anytime by Cheap Trick. So here's Cheap Trick Anytime on the Freeform Rock Podcast.
Okay, that was any time by Cheat Trick off their 1997 classic record that people should go <laughs> listen to. Man, so <laughs> you probably wouldn't be daring enough to play an Eddie Arnold tune anytime you're sad and lonely. That's the time you're feeling blue. But that was the song my dad used to play. I like that one. Well, if you want to play it, let's play it. What is it? Eddie Wood? Oh, my God. That's going to be wild. Who cares, um, man? We're just fucking Anytime around. Anytime by Ed Eddie Arnold. Arnold. E-D-D-Y Arnold. I, I know how to spell it Arnold and Arnold. Yeah. And I know how to spell Anytime. So, man, yeah. here's like two Anytime songs. Eddie Arnold. <laughs> yeah. So, if you guys hate us, we don't fucking care. So there's any time yeah. by Eddie Arnold on the Freeform Rock Podcast. Any time you're feeling lonely, any time you're feeling blue, any time you feel downhearted that will prove your love for me is true anytime you're thinking about me that's the time I'll think of you anytime Again, that's the time I'll come back home to you. That was any time. I don't know what the fuck it sounded like, but fuck it. <laughs> yeah, the, the 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 other the the other. <laughs> um. Oh no, no, I I can't think of it anymore right now. Yeah. Fuck. I don't know, man. But 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 hey, you 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 um. How about wait wait if if if, if you can play. I'll think of something. Think of something. But, I already have the next song I want to play. Oh, yeah. oh, oh, good, oh, good. But I don't want to play it now. Let's just talk a little bit, and then we can play. Yeah, it yeah, because because that'll give me a time to to think of more more stuff. Yeah. 
I'm gonna play a freaking just like an 80s freaking classic song that people don't like. <laughs> <laughs> if if you do that, I'll 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 try and think of a Utah Phillips song. <laughs> I don't even know who the fuck that is. <laughs> <laughs> you 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 won't want to know, but but I I think he's cool. So Lee, how do you know all these bands that nobody knows? Did you grow up with these bands, or you just go looking for the obscure? Um, I. I, I do look for stuff that's obscure. I I didn't grow up with them, but there are um, people who do look for obscure stuff, and I find that there's record collectors where if, if it's an album that came out in the early 70s, and, you know, it um wasn't well-known at all, but now, uh, excuse me, Japanese, um, Japanese, oh boy, um, record collectors will come and buy them, and then do like, you know, um, they'll, they'll sell them for several hundreds of dollars in Japan, and it's, trippy how that happens but um there's there's things like um there's a group called mud um i posted on facebook and it showed a picture of a got bunch of guys in mud and it was an album called mud on mud and randy castillo was the drummer on it so you know he played in some heavy metal groups and there's there's just a lot of um stuff that's um you know peter chris was in chelsea and that's not really um worth bragging about but it it was an album that came out in england and it does cost a lot of money if people want to buy it. and then there's a whole bunch of other there's so many weird groups that um you know if, if if you look if you look in record bins like if you go <clears throat> to a record store and there's a dollar bin where albums are a dollar and you find albums that are really really old but they're only a dollar but they're not scratched up they're in good condition and they're groups you haven't heard of i'd say a lot of times take a chance because some of them might have some interesting songs some of them won't some will same with cds if you find cds i used to go to the record store and there were a bunch of different singer songwriters i might buy 60 CDs of women singer-songwriters who had, like, promotional copies that were from the radio station for only a dollar, and I never heard of any of them, but it, you buy three, you get one free, so $60, yeah, I mean, 60 uh, CDs, you might end up only paying 45 bucks for 60 CDs. And then I would go and get a lot of the guy 
singer-songwriters, you know? And I found stuff, a lot of them I don't have anymore, but I had several hundred CDs of these obscure people. And some of the obscure people aren't even from the 60s and 70s. Some of them are from the 90s, but, but we haven't heard of them. But I think that it's good to further your education musically by listening to stuff that you haven't heard before. Yeah, man. I like listening to stuff I haven't heard before. I really do. Yeah. And you, you give me a lot of records that I... What the fuck is this? And I still listen to that Boss Gags and that... Yeah. That Canned Heat are still on my iPhone. Oh, right? yeah. So I still yeah. listen to that. I don't really care for Boss Gags that much, but it's good stuff. But, you know. but, I, but, I, but I agree with you. There is one other album he did that I do like, but that, that one was from Sweden when he was just a young kid. And it's like, you know, um, that one um, a lot of people can't even get because it's so rare. But, you know, it's cool that, that you can hear it because it's... It's his acoustic stuff before he went um, bland, you know? Yeah, the stuff I heard from him was bland, but the blue shit you gave, we reviewed. And we did review Chelsea, too, so... Uh, yeah, and yeah. I remember that you decided to play Kiss songs instead, which <laughs> I think was actually... a. a <laughs> A, a pretty wise move on your part. Oh yeah, Peter. You know, people think you I know? hate. Think of people think I hate Peter Chris. I just think there's better drummers than him. I can't stand his voice, but I did like Baby Driver. Baby Driver changed my mind. That's I, that's cool. That's cool. But I can't you know? stand Beth. I'll never will. Like oh Beth. my word! Wow, I totally totally agree with you on that. That's like, um, when I first heard Kiss, I got rock and roll all night on a KTEL album. Here's what happened. I first saw Kiss, this is the truth, I'm not kidding. I saw the album Dress to Kill in a place called The Warehouse. It was like W-H-E-R-E, -E, like where is the house? But it was The Warehouse, and I saw it and I was about uh, whatever whatever age I was back in 1974. I guess I was eight going on nine. And I saw that cover. And I actually thought that was how they looked. That they had those weird designs on their face. Because they were disfigured. And I was freaked out. And I was like, what the hell is this? <laughs> and I and I and I and I put the album down and I was like really disturbed. But then when I saw the KTEL album and I saw pictures of rock they had rock and roll over the illustration on the cover, um, even though they had the song Rock and Roll All Night, and I thought, Well, I'm kind of afraid, but I'll, I'll put it on anyway just to see. But I, I thought if if it's not good or some, I'll be freaked out. But I loved it. And then for some reason, when I heard the song, I realized then that they were wearing makeup. 
and then I decided I'm going to look for Kiss. And then so what I did was I wanted to get the album with Rock and Roll All Night, but I couldn't find it in the store uh, because it was just our local record store in town, and they only had Destroyer and they had Alive. And I usually like to get studio stuff before I get live stuff. I do buy live albums, but I usually want to hear a studio album first. So I went and I bought Destroyer, and I hadn't heard Beth or any of that on the radio. I heard it on the album, and I found Grave Expectations and Beth to both be pretty horrible i i kind of liked detroit rock city i thought god of thunder was a little boring but i liked sweet pain i liked flaming youth i liked shout it out loud i kind of dug do you love me so basically without beth on side two if you took that off you would probably have a completely great album but later i got their other albums and I got Dressed to Kill, which is a great album. I like Paul's songs better than Gene's, but, you know, hey, Rock and Roll All Night, I still love it. But that's, that's the thing. I, um, I, I don't usually like ballads, except if they're... I like certain kinds of music, which means certain chord changes, certain sounds. So if a song sounds good, it sounds good. But let's say someone did a heavy metal version of Who's That Doggy in the Window? It's still going to be Who's That Doggy in the Window. Do you know that song? Yeah. <laughs> How much is yeah, that Yeah, there? yeah, yeah. Or, or... Or three little kittens, they lost their mittens. You know that? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. No matter, even if Judas Priest did that song, it still probably would suck because of the song. So that's why, in some cases, I don't like ballads. But in other cases, I do like ballads. It all depends upon the song for me. Yeah, I love ballads. I love power ballads. I like fucking uh, Take It On A Run. Freaking uh, Poison Every Rose Has Its Thorn. I know you hate those songs, Lee. You don't have to get into it. But I like good, oh. a good power ballad, man. I love Slaughter. Uh, you know, uh, fuck, I can't remember the song, you know. <laughs> you know, fly. You probably would like the 30-minute version of Don't Cry by Guns N' Roses. No, I like the song Don't Cry, but not that. You know, Fly to the Angels by Slaughter. You know, speaking of Slaughter, that was the next song I was going to play, but not that song. I'm going to play an upbeat song called Up All Night, Sleep All Day by Slaughter. And this is a song I probably thought you would poo on. You probably will. So here's Up All Night, Sleep All Day by a great, you know, Mark Slaughter could fucking rip on guitar. Do you know he's a really, a really good guitar I player? I'm not going to be against that. I don't love it, but it's. I guess it's okay. I need to send you his two solo albums that he's put out the last few years. Fucking awesome shit. He plays all the instruments. 
Really good record. And he did the Eddie Trunk uh, podcast uh, opening and exit. with He's just jamming on a lead guitar, dude. He played all the instruments on it. Fucking awesome. He's so over. He's so underrated as an yeah. artist. All right, so here's Slaughter up all night on the Freeform Rock Podcast.
Okay, man, that was Slaughter. Fucking, I love that band. I don't care what you fuckers say about it. I don't care if you call me gay. I love Slaughter. <laughs> All right. Um, I want to just give you a song just to why the hell not. Um, I don't know whether you like it or not. I don't even know if I've heard it, but I want to put on the Utah Phillips song. And it will be the last song like that that I'll pick. I'll pick all better songs from now on, but it's called Moose Turd Pie. Moose Turd Pie? Yeah. Oh, my God. Utah Phillips? Yeah. Is it U-T-O-F-F? No, no, it's like the state of Utah, U-T-A-H. Oh, Utah, Phillips. Oh, okay, I thought you said Utah. All right. So oh, 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 no, no problem. Here's Utah Phillips with Moose Turd Pie. <laughs> Sorry, that song is hilarious. Just the title. Here's Moose, Tide, Moose Turd Pie on the Freeform Rock Podcast. Went down and got a job with the rural electrification in the Navajo Indian Reservation. Running electric power lines into all the Navajo outhouses. I was one of the first people to wire ahead for a reservation. <laughs> Finally, I, I'll tell you about the worst job I ever had in my life. Worst job I ever had in my life was working for the, for the, uh, was it the Santa Fe? Yeah, it was the Santa Fe Railroad, south of Las Vegas, Nevada. Yeah, that's the old Mormon Muddy Mission, you see. It's way out in what the Navajos call the boonies, out in the desert. Now, the job was gandy dancing. Now, gandy dancing used to be in the old days. Gandy dancing was uh, when the Irish were building the railroad. Uh, of course, the first transcontinental railroad was built by Irish laborers. And they used these long-handled shovels called uh, Irish banjos that were made by the Gandhi Shovel Company of Chicago. Now, the Irish laborer would take the wide end of the shovel when he could find it, and he would <laughs> jam it in under a rail or a tie, and he would climb out on the long handle, do a little jig step out there, and that would lever the tie up or the rail up, and you push gravel in underneath it and tamp it down, and that levels the roadbed. See, that's what gandy dancing is. Leveling the roadbed so the damn train doesn't fall off as it goes by, which is just a big drag for everybody. <laughs> now, they don't do gandy dancing the normal way anymore, see, uh, like they did in the old days. Nowadays, they run three cars out on the line. They run a box car out there that's... Uh, a bunk car, you sleep in it, got bunks in there 18 inches apart. And then you got a tool car with your tamping irons and your tongs and, and your double jack hammers and spikes and all of that equipment, see, to do the job. And then you got a cook car. I mean, there's no restaurants anyplace around, so you got a cook car. Pots and pans and a coal or wood-burning stove and a long table down the middle to eat at. Only thing they don't hire is a cook. That's because they're cheap. Saves them money. Rule is, that in that crew, they're supposed to pick among their own members who's going to be the cook. Now, they don't try to do it sensibly, like draw lots or decide who the best cook is. What they do is they wait and find out who bitches and whines and pisses and moans the most about the cooking. And they say, all right, wise guy, 
You think you can do better, you get to be the cook. Well, that was me, see. <laughs> Old alligator mouth. The new man on the crew, and that was the worst food I'd ever had. I mean, it was dog bottom pie and pheasant sweat. Otter water. It comes out of an otter. It's a terrible, terrible stuff. Some people might think it's a delicacy, but I thought it was garp. So I complained, and they said, all right, wise guy, you get to be the cook. That made me mad, because I didn't want to cook. But I knew if anybody complained about my cooking, that they were going to have to cook. Armed with that knowledge, I sallied forth over the muddy river. I was walking around among the cheat grass and bunch grass there, and I looked down, and there was just a hell of a big moose turd. <laughs> Biggest damn moose turd, that was a real steamer. <laughs> I looked down at that meadow wafer, and I said to myself, Self, I'm going to bake up a big moose turd pie. Because if anybody complains about my cooking, they're going to have to cook. So I tipped that pasture pastry up on edge. I got my shit together, so to speak. And I started rolling it down toward the old cook car. I got it down there and leaned it up against the side, and I climbed up in the cook car, and I baked up a hell of a big pie shell. And I baked that moose turd in it as slick as you please. And I crimped the edges with my thumbs and laid strips of dough across it and garnished it with a sprig of parsley, a little paprika. It was beautiful. Poetry on a plate. And I served it for dessert, waiting for the first hint of a complaint. Well, this giant dude come in, about five foot forty. I mean, he was big. Throwed himself down like a fool on the stool. Picked up his fork took a big bite of that moose turd pie. Well, he threw down his fork, and he let out a beller, and he yelled, My God, that's moose turd pie! <laughs> it's good, though. That was Moose Turd Pie by Utah Phillips. Is he a Mormon? Um, <laughs> no, no, he, he he usually does a lot of talking in his shows, and some people are like, I like his songs, but I don't like when he does a lot of talking. I love his um, talking. He can talk for an hour, and I like him. <laughs> but that's me. <laughs> I like Bruce but, Springsteen when he talks a lot. Yeah, so I don't Bruce. even know whether or not this this is going to be an actual song or him talking. But either way, it's going to be entertaining. I think it's probably a song. I don't think Mustard Pie would be a talk. I think it would be a song. That's just my opinion. Yeah, man. Fuck. You you pick some cool shit though, you know, Lee. You do pick some good stuff. But I am going to from now on pick really really cool stuff. I I just I like stuff that's a little bit diverse 
and sometimes not rock, but actual. It's just a way for me to give a full spectrum of what I'm into. Yeah, it's it's freaking cool, man. This is gonna be a long ass podcast. Uh, fuck, we're gonna because. Not that I, I'm not going to pick an Al Jolson song. I'm only going to say Al Jolson, he used to do songs like Toot Toot Tootsie and Mammy. And I used to clap my hands in school and sing like Mammy. Oh, I love you. Oh, I love you. My, uh, no, Swanee. Swanee. How I love you. How I love you. My dear old Swanee. I got the world to see. Da 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 da. And Mammy, my Mammy, the sun shines west, the sun shines east. I know what I like the best with my Mammy. And and, 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 and it was stuff from the 20s and 30s, but David Lee Roth wiped out Jolson. I love David Lee Roth. You know, I I heard he's killing it like a boss, man. Uh, oh, that uh, he's actually like tearing it up before Kiss, and he's blowing Kiss off the stage. That's what I'm hearing, man. Um, I will not disagree because um, Kiss right now, um, oh, I'm not gonna. S- I would not pay to see them I, anymore. I, I would have went and saw them. Oh. Well, I would have went and saw them because I've never seen them. Well, that that's a good reason. Um, I saw them back on the Dynasty tour, and Ace and Gene were the two best. Ace was incredible. Gene was more interesting. He wasn't really greatly musical, but he was interesting. He he. He piqued your interest, but Ace, his solo was like fantastic. He was awesome. He and Van Halen with David Lee Roth and Alex Van Halen, they were the three best um, performers I've seen live. Yeah, man, I would have liked to have seen them, and you know when they played the played the Staples Center a couple weeks ago. Uh-huh. They, they gave a big tribute to Kobe on those little pods they had. They had 8 and 24, and Paul Stanley wore a Kobe jersey. I thought that was pretty cool of them. That's cool. Yeah, I would have loved to see them. And plus, I've, I've only seen... I see Daily Roth on a second tour with uh, Van Halen. Off there, and then I saw him on the, um, okay. the Skyscraper tour which is really that's cool. That's cool. Yeah, and he sur- he like had a boxing arena in the middle of the uh, arena and he wow. surfed back during to the stage on California Girls, which is really fucking right cool. On. He put on a great show. He is the best frontman of all time. Wow. And fucking, yeah. I'm going to promote this show saying we're just bullshitting about Kiss and David Lee Roth and eat etc etc etc, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Get people to listen to it first. Yeah. Yeah. We got but, some but, kiss news, but, yeah. you know, like the rock and metal combat podcast. Is it? We got yeah. kiss news, people. You can just you yeah. <laughs> um. So was Steve I on guitar? Yes, yeah, Steve, Steve I was on guitar, but Billy, oh. Sheen, 
But Billy Sheenan was not on base. Oh, but... Okay, well, that's kind of a bummer, but but you still got to see Steve Vai. Oh, that's, God, I love Steve Vai. That's definitely cool. Yeah, man, I love Steve Vai. Fuck. Have you ever heard the song, The Audience is Listening? Um, I don't know that one. I had his album called Flexible. Oh, with Yayo Gak? Um, with... Uh, oh no no no! You're talking about his first album, Flexible. Yeah, that's uh, with with. There's something dead in here. <laughs> yeah, I and, was talking about Alien Love Secrets. I got confused. Oh 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 oh! Yeah 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 yeah. Where his kid went, yeah yo gak, and he went wah wah wah. Yeah yeah. <laughs> hey, let's play some <laughs> yayo gak, man. Yeah, funny. Yeah, I'm gonna play some Yayo Gak by Steve Vai. Hey, why not? On the Freeform <laughs> Rock Podcast. Why the fuck not? Here's Steve Vai with Yayo Gak.
That was Yayo Gak. That wasn't the next song I was going to play, but fuck it. I'll move the next song to the next song I play. But you got to pick a song before the next song, so... Oh. Um... I... Let's see. Um... There's... There's a song that the Stone Roses did. It's the second song off their second album. I, um, if, if, I think their second album was called Second Coming. I'm not sure. But if you give me just a really quick moment, I can tell you, um, the song that I want. Yeah, okay. I got them here. Yeah, Second Coming. The song would be Driving South. Driving South. Got it. So here's the Stone Roses with Driving South on the Freeform Rock Podcast.
That was the Stone Roses with Driving South, and I'll listen to it when I put this podcast together. So I don't, I've heard of the band, but I've never listened to them really. So huh. I'll check it out. That's 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 interesting because um, their first album, they um, it was kind of like a big hit, and people thought they were really awesome, and then they just stopped doing stuff. But one rich like super rich guy said I want them to do a second album so he went and contacted them and said I will pay all your expenses and whatever you want in order for you to do a second album and so for about maybe six months all they did was stay in the house and watch television and not do much but the guy just kept giving them money and kept giving them money over and over and over and over and finally, after about a year, the album got done, and it was actually really, really fucking good. It's like, <laughs> who who else would give that kind of money and patience to, to a group of people who were only working, like, one day a month? But it's, it's actually really, really good music. So, so he he got them to do a second album but then after that they kind of pooped out and didn't do anymore that's cool man i'll listen to it when i download the video i put it in the podcast yeah oh, fuck i wanted to play a song freaking by velvet revolver from their second album libertard huh called that's uh, interesting she builds quick machines okay i don't know that song but i i like scott Wheeland. i like velvet revolver I 
I mean, I I respect them. Yeah, so here's uh, She Builds Quick Machines on the Freeform Rock Podcast. And we need to review an album by them because I love that band. Fucking Scott okay. had to fuck it up. All right, here we go. She Builds uh, Quick yeah. Machines by Velvet Revolver.
Okay, that was She Builds Quick Machines by Velvet Revolver. You haven't heard it. I've heard it. It's a cool song. And when you do hear it, you'll you talk about it on the next podcast. Yeah. Yeah. So I think we need to kind of wrap this up pretty quick because this is going to be a long-ass podcast. We're playing like okay. a million songs, but I don't want to bore people. Yeah. I don't think we've been boring, no. Do you think we've been yeah. boring? Um, no. Um, I think this is cool. We, we, we could um, finish with a song by the fabulous Thunderbirds called Wrap It Up. Oh, that's a cool song. Are you sure that's the one you want to go out with? Uh, actually, no. Why, 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 why don't I go out? Let's do something a little different. Let's do... Um... Uh, the fabulous Thunderbirds... Actually, yeah, why not? Wrap it up. I'll take yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? When I was going to watch Ario Speedwagon on the uh, Life As We Know It tour, uh, we went to the... It's not there anymore. It was the uh, um, Irvine Meadows. And yeah. we got there. And back, back then, there was no internet. So you'd have to listen to the radio to know if a show was canceled. Yeah. Uh, the show was canceled and rescheduled. And the Fab... Fabulous Thunderbirds were supposed to open that show, and wow. but, but when we we went to the rescheduled show, they weren't there. So I was kind oh, of disappointed because wow. I really liked uh, who's the guitar player, Steve Ray Vaughan's brother, um, Jimmy Vaughan. Jimmy Vaughan, yeah, I really liked him, and I liked the singer. I forgot his name. Yeah, Kim Wilson. Kim Wilson, really good singer, and they're still making records without Jimmy Vaughan. Um, yeah. So I don't think they're that good anymore without Jimmy. But yeah. I also like that album that he did with his brother, uh, you know, Family Style. I thought that oh, was pretty cool. cool. I'll, I'll listen to that. Yeah, so we're going to wrap it up with the Fabulous Thunderbirds. Wrap it up, man. And to lead, we do your album on Friday. And we prob possibly have two podcasts coming up because we're going to have maybe Todd Howard from the Ace Fraley Band and his mini solo stuff coming to do an interview with us. So that would be cool. Still waiting right for confirmation on. on that, but uh, Todd Howard would be freaking really cool because I love the Ace Fraley albums with him on it, and he he played rhythm, keyboards, lead, and lead vocals on that album. So, yep, freaking killer. So until uh, Friday, man, say goodbye, Lee. Bye bye. Bye bye. Take it sleazy. Just put your loving in
You have just listened to the Freeform Rock Podcast. All music played on the Freeform Rock Podcast belongs to its owner. If you like it, go out and buy it. Get your music on Amazon, iTunes, or at your local record store. Support what you love. Support the artists by seeing them live. Purchase their music. The Freeform Rock Podcast is not affiliated with any of the artists or music that we play. Thank you for listening to the Freeform Rock Podcast. We'll see you on the next episode. Until next time, stay free and rock on.